0: Hey everyone, this is three questions with Lauren Ambo. Lauren Ambo runs Rambo. That's how I remember it. All right. I'm so excited to have Lauren Ambo on. And I actually made sure that I said your name, right? And I said, is it like Rambo without the R? And that was it, right? You know,
1: Rambo. You got it. Yes, George, you got it.
0: I always do. I have to do some. I have to do some name association to make sure I, I pronounce everything uh, correctly. So, actually, Lauren, you are from Friendswood ISD, and Friendswood. I was just there. I've been there a couple times, and I want to just give. You're the deputy superintendent there. I want to make sure I give a little shout out to all my friends in Friendswood because I know some of them are going to be listening, right? Like, you, yes. will some of them be listening here.
1: Yes, absolutely. Yes, we were super pumped to have you kick us off for convocation. Yeah. Started in the school year.
0: Yeah, uh, such, such like honestly such a warm uh group and uh thad is that actually the hurricane ian just came through and thad checked in on me and he's he a very awesome superintendent so I'm lauren uh thank you. you so much for taking the time out of your day and uh and uh being a part of the podcast so i know you do some really incredible stuff with leadership i know friendswood isd is just an amazing uh you know uh community, public school is absolutely incredible. So when you look at your uh, career as an educator, who is a teacher that you think of that really inspired you and why?
1: Gosh, um, I've been fortunate. There's there's so many I could name, but I have to say um, the first face that comes to mind would be my sixth grade math teacher, Miss Armejo. She was a teacher right down the street from Friendswood ISD here in Clear Creek ISD she was sixth grade math and math was not always my gift george um, when i was younger i had a lot of kind of that math anxiety some math fear and I distinctly remember, she was in a portable building, and I distinctly remember my mom dropping me off. It was dark outside. So probably 6.15, 6.30 in the morning before intermediate school started, and she was willing to tutor me, go out of her way, she and I, one-on-one in that portable building. I can still uh, smell it. I can still see the walls um, in her portable building classroom, and just how she poured into me. And literally, I have her to thank for kind of overcoming these fears of just not being a good man math student, right, Um, based on previous history or performance, Um, and just now being in education and having the privilege to serve so many dedicated teachers, just am even more thankful for the time and, and sacrifice you gave me.
0: Well, did, you actually, didn't you, you worked in Clear Creek, you told I me, right? I did,
1: I did, did yeah.
0: Did you ever in, uh, encounter her when you worked there, too, no, no? she
1: was gone. She was gone by the time uh, um, I started, you know, I left College Station, went to AM, and and by the time I got back to Clear Creek, she was, uh, she was gone, but she's one of the first folks I tried to look up, yeah, so she was well, incredible.
0: Teacher. We have to give, uh, Mrs. Arma, Arma Hale. Arma Arma Arma. Hale. yes. All right, Arma. So g- give a little shout out button, so. Yeah, it's actually, it actually interesting because I remember I was listening to um, Dr. Yang Zhao and he was saying that one of the most important elements in North America that has actually helped students is, is, is weirdly enough, is that uh, it's confidence. It's just confidence in and sometimes they have, uh, the scores don't line up with the confidence level, but the confidence <laughs> level, I, weirdly enough, the confidence level is actually shown to lead to creativity. And so so like, you know, in other aspects of the world is that, you know, if you have that belief, the level can catch up with you, if that makes sense. Right. Whereas if you are struggling with it and you just never think you can achieve it, then you're going to actually continuously have a bad time. And even if you actually are excelling at it, but you don't have the confidence level. That's you won't idea. actually take risks in your learning. So that actually yeah. is a massive thing. And uh, I remember Yang Zhao saying that and it kind of really resonated with yeah. me how important that actually is, that belief that we have in mm-hmm. ourselves and how many great teachers actually do that. And so I know one of the things that you are really passionate about, what is your title of your blog? I know it's connected to, is it yeah. Vulnerable Leadership?
1: Vulnerable Influence, yes. Vulnerable
0: Influence, right? And I know you talk a lot about leadership yeah. development there. And so it, you were actually, uh, if you check the description down below, Lauren's got a, a great blog and uh, going be regular scheduled posts coming up very soon, right? Yes, absolutely. So count on it. And so um, when you think of all the leaders that you've interacted with, which I know is many, and I know there's great ones in Friendswood ISD specifically because I've had the opportunity to connect with them. Who's an administrator that you really think of that inspired you and why?
1: Yeah, so I... Um again, been very, very blessed to work with some, some awesome leaders who continue to inspire me. And, and, and it's funny when you step into leadership, you can think back on all the different moves that you saw leaders make. And it's like, ah, I understand what he was doing now. Right. Right. Really sticks out to me, um, is Mr. David Ogden. He was, um, I was, he hired me. Uh, he was my, I was a first year teacher on his campus. He was, um, a campus principal at Mary Branch Elementary in Bryan ISD. And I will not forget walking up to his table at the job fair and um, he kind of pulled me back, you know, for an additional kind of uh, second round interview, if you will, kind of right there in that in that building. And probably what what most sticks out to me about about Mr. Ogden that I can again truly appreciate now after having served as a campus principal um, and and again in my current role is honestly his genuine interest in people right so i mean upon higher expectations were super clear they were very high his presence in classrooms and 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 just the honoring of of the work of educators um really really sticks out to me expectations were clear but the way he loved and supported and nurtured and and kind of cheered us on to this day i can i can envision him standing in my doorway as a fifth grade language arts and social studies teacher and just the way um that he that he really cared for us and he cared for us through feedback through honest feedback mm-hmm. right it, I wasn't told I was amazing and masterful in my first year, right? He, he had this way of giving feedback with such uh, compassion and, and love. Um, so he, he absolutely sticks out and I'm, I'm super fortunate to have kind of reconnected with him and follow him a little bit on Facebook and things like that. So he definitely inspired me. And I think I have him to thank for wanting to go into leadership later. Yeah.
0: Well, we got, David, if you're listening, you're a shout out there one thing you actually said that i think is is really important it's actually been something that's kind of been eaten at me lately is i see a lot of like uh people are just focused on culture and relationships and it's like that's it like that it's like that's the end right as long as people feel good then you've done your job i'm like no no no, like that that's the, the the foundational element of it but if you actually don't push people beyond that point then what is that for, right? You are actually trying to give feedback. And a good friend of mine, her name is Allison Apsey, actually sent me a a picture. It was a meme and it was like, kindness is not like saying something about mm-hmm. like what people want to hear, but what they need and making sure that right. they kind of move forward. And she said, and she actually said, and it was very nice. She goes, she's not like, you do this for me. Cause like, I'll say like, hey, here's something yeah. I, I got to tell you. Uh, because I actually it is that, you know, and some people get mad sometimes when you do that. And it's like, no, I'm doing this to like, to help you grow because I believe in you. But if I didn't say anything, that's not really helpful to you at all. Right. And so I I love that because I think it is relationships are foundational, but they're not the end goal. And I think that, that to me is, you know, obviously David's uh, leadership has has had that impact past you. Okay. So you have had a very accomplished career. You're currently deputy superintendent. Um, But if you go back to your first year teacher self, like what is some advice that you would give to you then?
1: Oh gosh, I have so many fond memories of uh, my, my first year of teaching. I truly, I love this profession. Um, love, love this work. Gosh, I think my greatest advice for for first-year teachers would would be um, never, never doubt your influence, even though maybe you have so-called zero years of experience, right? So, and just as we are working to treat children, I mean, our five-year-olds show up with something to contribute just because you're a first-year teacher doesn't mean you don't have anything to share with your team who may be years, you know, maybe veterans. Gosh, you have so much to share. Do not doubt what you have to bring to the field, even with two weeks experience, three months Experience um, and know that you're there uh, for a reason. And gosh, I would also say keep that joy alive. Right, times are tough. Sometimes we get bogged down in issues related to compliance, and sometimes um, just drowning in sometimes what it feels like the work. So find a partner to remind you of the why. Why you chose this work in the first place.
0: Yeah, and you know as someone who like goes and speaks to you know uh, school districts, and uh, it, it's interesting because sometimes I'll get the how, how long did you teach for? Right, and it's it's like because there's gonna be some threshold that count. It does like if I only spoke, if I only taught for X amount of years, then whatever I say doesn't count. <laughs> and I, like that's that's how some it's people good. are, right? And yeah. the profession, yeah. and that that is true. And and yeah. it's like if if that's the attitude that you're bringing, how do you how do the first year teachers feel in your school that's that right. like they've been there a day, so sh- just shut up like until you've taught x amount of years i don't want to hear from you like like in that and then like would you create a classroom like that no i think that we all bring different gifts and we all in different stages and you know there's excitement like there's also the opposite too i've seen uh you know some newer teachers like once we get rid of these older teachers then we'll start being able to do some new stuff i'm like really you really think that's how that works right i think if you look at Um, Really, kind of centering yourself on like, how do I learn from this opportunity? Whether this person has zero years experience, you know, fifty years experience, I think that becomes an internal thing. And I think when we create that culture to actually look at how do we learn ourselves from every, you know, not as you said, not just our teachers, you know, but you know, our students, all of our staff, then we become better. So I I love that advice. Yes. Um, And so hopefully, and uh, I I pointed that out because like sometimes I hear that I'm like, yeah, like does it matter how long I taught if I'm if I'm yeah. giving you good information yeah do something with it right and it's the same right. as uh, someone walking into the profession too so I absolutely love that
1: that's right yeah uh, Lauren,
0: Lauren thank you so much for taking time to be on the podcast and uh taking time out of your day I know it's super busy there and uh, again oh, give for having me yeah no give my regards to everyone at Friendswood because sure
1: excited to hear from you George
0: yeah yeah so hey everyone thanks for listening to the podcast Friendswood uh, a little extra hi to you and uh we'll see you again